Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Hello and happy Sunday. Time for another Great edition of Music to My Beers. I am uh, one of your co-hosts, Zach Miller, alongside uh, co-host Warren James Cluck. Hello. And uh, Zach, how are you doing this fine Sunday? Uh, good. Good. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're in it. Before we get too far into the show, we uh, obviously, if you're familiar with Music to My Beers, you've listened to the show's been on the air for four years now, and... Last week we uh, we lost Ron Stryker and Zach and I uh, had a uh, a pretty emotional discussion on what needed to happen with this show because for the uninformed Ron Stryker this was his brainchild this was his passion mm-hmm. project and this whole thing was his excuse to drink beer and write it <laughs> off on his taxes and <laughs> and use it to strong arm our way into exclusive events and drinking privileges around town so we thought the truest uh the the best thing we could do to continue to honor Ron's memory and all that he meant to the station and the staff and the community was to continue on with the show. Uh one because we all loved Ron, he meant a lot to us and two because Zach and I despite Ron's uh passing still like to strong arm our way into beer releases and yeah. <laughs> and being, you know, titans of the Michiana beer community. So I'm not brave enough for the taxes yet. Yeah, the, the uh <laughs> no, no, neither am I. <laughs> No, I've got that suggested to me before. Like, you know, you can save your receipts. And I said, <laughs> no, because when that envelope comes from the IRS and you're stuck there, like, well, now i got to explain how I cleared $86 worth of beer last weekend with two people and what kind of business we talked. But um, we we are going to miss Ron, and you're going to be able to hear his influence in this show for the, the episodes and the years to come. We'll probably uh, change things a little bit and uh, and evolve the show a little bit as we, as we head along. And uh, Zach and I will... Continue to make us more of our, uh, kind of our own, with our own little influence on things, but we just wanted to address it off the, the top that, um, you know, uh, Rob would have wanted us to continue this show. So uh, here we are with Music to My Beers. The theme this week, because we are in the heart of tailgating season, is alegating. My man. <laughs> and we are joined by two men, uh, two guests, one of them frequent, one of them brand new, uh, Casey Dvorak, the, uh, we call you the head honcho down there at LaSalle Kitchen Tavern, downtown South Bend. Welcome back. Thank you. Happy to be here. And you brought a friend today. I did. We brought our new chef, Mr. Dante Shaw. How's it going? Now, should we call it? Now, obviously, I used to work in a kitchen, not with an actual chef, but I know that chefs like to be called chefs. So, does Zach and I, do we address you as Chef Dante, Chef Shaw? You can... You can call, call me you Dante. Heard Heard <laughs> I got that. And uh, you guys are in, and uh, Casey, up at LKT, you guys have something coming up here pretty quickly. Yeah, we sure do. On uh, on Wednesday, the 25th, we have a beer dinner with the brewery Ooh. out of uh, California. If you guys have heard of them, they make some awesome Belgian-style stuff. Everything's barrel-aged. Everything's got a sour component to it for the most part. They make some killer stuff, and uh, it's a brewery I've always loved, and I've never got to do anything with, because, man, are they too expensive to put on draft. <laughs> so, <laughs> this was kind of uh, a nice event uh, to showcase some of their cool beers and also give Dante a shot at putting out a very specific one-night-only highbrow menu as well. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have you walk us through the booze, and then we're going to have Chef Dante walk us through the, the menu pairings and kind of see how all of these flavors come together. We've been to your uh, your beer dinners before at LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern, and man, they are they are a great time. 
Heck yeah, man. A classy date night. We'll get more of that, how you can get uh, how you can get your reservations set up for that coming up on Wednesday. All part of our epic ale-gating themed show. I am Warren Cluck, joined by Zach Miller. Yeah, we, we well, we've got, we're now like kind of, oops, sorry. Oh, first day, call me on a first, day, first day of radio, buddy. <laughs> first timer here. Yeah. Uh, but we're in the uh, the uh, fall, and we are in tailgate season. We had the first uh, bear tailgate a couple weeks ago, and then uh, we've got one coming up this weekend, too, with a big matchup for Notre Dame. Top top 25 matchup, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and so you guys will be out tailgating. It's really just like the party songs that are on the blacktop, and you're out there drinking beer and having a good time. A lot of times there's food involved, too. And uh, we have the guys from LKT here talking That's about... LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern, if you're nasty. Uh, yeah. I, I like the abbreviation, too. It's it's cool. And I remember I'm like, hey, yeah. it's LKT, you know? I feel That's like right. I'm, I'm in. I know, oh, yeah. Uh, Casey Dvorak is with us, and you uh, you run the ship down there at LKT, and you brought your, your brand new chef. He's even got that new chef smell. Chef Dante Shaw joins us for the very first time. Welcome. <laughs> yes. How you doing? Uh, we're doing great, man. We're thrilled to have you. And uh, I can't wait for you to walk us uh, through this a little bit. Coming up on Wednesday, and Casey, really quick, if people want to get reservations uh, to this, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, the, the best way and the fastest way to make a reservation is to give us a call at 574-288-1155. Um, the dinner is at 7 p.m. It's uh, each each course is going to come out sequentially, so it starts at 7 p.m. That's when course one hits the table. So don't show up at 7:05, or else someone's going to eat your food. So, <laughs> and I think the last time we had you down here to promote one of these, it was the the founders dinner you had. Oh yeah, yeah. And there are the, days. There are days I go down to the beer cellar to this day, and I'll see my KBS sitting there. I'm like, you know, they turned that into a uh, hell of a dessert. <laughs> that whipped cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I remember, I, I think that was the last time I was on the show, and that was when when Ron was here. And I just want to say, Ron's going to be so missed. I mean, he's you probably don't know it if you just hear his voice on the radio, because the guy has a voice for radio, but man, he had a smile for TV, too. I mean, he was just a, a hell of a dude, and he'll be missed. Yes, yeah. he's also the most handsome member of the staff here. <laughs> he was, and, uh, <laughs> some credit for here, us, gentlemen. For us ugly bridge trolls, yes, he and was. Uh, he liked that picture, too, the one of the uh, the KBS, sipping on the KBS with the whipped cream on top. Yeah. 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 Well, we, appreciate, we appreciate the condolences, man. We know that he uh, he always had a great time when we were down at LKT. And when uh, and before we get in too far into this, I do want to mention that the, the, the beer dinner pairings at LKT make a fantastic mix-it-up date night. Oh, um, I, yeah. I, I took my wife for the last one, and it's it's a lot of fun, but it's also not your dinner and a movie, dinner and a movie, dinner and a movie. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Netflix and chill. I mean, the chill part's <laughs> great, but... Um, <laughs> you can LKT and then chill. Yeah, right. now, now both of you guys can jump in on this. Tell us about what, what was the inspiration for this, because I have to imagine the thing that's a little bit intimidating from a, an armchair standpoint is to say... You have all the food in the world, Dante. You have all the beer in the world, Casey. Why this brewery, and then how do you start thinking about Dante? What kind of a menu you even put together for this? So I can I can talk to the to the beer and what I really think about that. I said a little bit of it, but this has just been a, one of the breweries that I've been super excited for for years. I actually used to sell this brewery as a beer salesman, mm-hmm. and I didn't get to try it all then, and it was really upsetting. But I got to look and see how good all it was. So uh, picking that out was really fun for me to go through and look at that. And then one of the things that that Dante and I talked about when he started was what's going to set us apart. And we kind of decided that the menu is going to be great. That's going to be awesome. People are going to have an awesome time and the food's going to be delicious. But the special events and one-night menus and pop-up style things, that's what's going to set us apart. So while I went through and, and chose these different beers and we 
combined our heads on on what we wanted to do with it. Then Dante came in and decided some really cool items to put on the menu to pair with each of these. Yes, which actually they pair really well. I always wanted to do beer dinners. Um, never really got to do them. So this is actually like my first one. I always oh, wanted, yeah, so I always right. wanted nice. to do one. I think when it comes to beer, it's it's so different from wine, you know. Um, with wine pairings, you know, it's 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 okay, but at the same time, I think with beer, you can be a little bit more adventurous with some things, you know. And it definitely seems that it will go really, really well. Um, Knowing that I never actually had this type of beer. So from the first time trying it, I was like really excited. Um, Getting right into it, I was like, man, this is going to be really amazing. I had a certain totally different menu when I first started from just looking at the, you know, looking at what it goes well with, what it pairs with. And then when I actually had the beers, I had to go back and say, you know what, let me change the whole thing over again. Mm -hmm. Because it was just getting different depths of flavors from what I was getting from then what they were actually saying, you know. You still get those notes that they actually say you get, but still though, you know, you some people you just get certain different types of other notes that goes very, very well. So like with our first course we have the crab and the corn spoon bread, which is basically a southern type dish, which right. is, is very soft. Um mm-hmm. this is not gonna be sweet, it's gonna be savory instead. And we're going to pair it with uh, the uni, the chili oil, and the trout roll that's going to go on top. And the good thing about this beer that we're pairing with it, it's uh, it's um, really good at the end of it with the funk that basically goes very, very well. And the acid that goes with this crab dish is going to be very, very pleasant. So, Casey, yeah. why don't you tell us uh, some about the, the very first beer. And, man, I'm just going to sit back and let him pronounce it first. I was going to say. <laughs> so, hey, you know what? The brewery's great, but so many vowels, dude. Is it really necessary? <laughs> tell me about it. I sit back and I'm like, just give me that one. That the, one. The brewery thinks that they're very clever, and they are. But they all of their names are very punny, right? So this one is called Ruse. And that's because it is a goose style ale not to be confused with a goza oh Mm -hmm. okay so a to understand a a goza is a wheat beer done with salt and coriander and oftentimes in the u.s we have some fruit component to it um a goose is something totally different so all these are pretty much belgian styles uh to understand what a goose is you need to understand what a lambic is Mm. so we've all heard of lambics lambic Mm. is uh comes from a the central region of Belgium and it's all based around the the land in the uh in the Zen Valley around the Zen River. There's something in the air, there's something in the bacteria uh that allows a lambic to ferment using a special kind of yeast. Mm-hmm. Um so the yeast and bacteria is native to the Zen Valley and you have to use that to create your lambic ale. Lambics are aged for usually about a year. Um and after a year, they're kind of done fermenting. So that's a lambic right there. Okay. And uh, so it's kind of a fusion then? Kind of a fusion. Okay. And then a, a goose is you take a lambic that is younger than a year and you age it with, uh, I'm sorry, you bottle it with lambics that are between two and three years that are done fermenting. Like a stale ale. Like kind a of. stale ale. Sure. Okay. So what that does, once you take those two components and you put them into a bottle, because that lambic component is less than a year old, it's going to continue to ferment and going to continue to condition. Mm-hmm. So it allows that that ale to develop more right. character in the bottle. Uh, and that's what a goose is. 
So and and this is all part of I'm noticing from all the beers that are here it's all part of the Tarot series from right. the brewery and what was do you guys know anything in the history of Yeah about so that? that's that's kind of their uh their branch offshoot that uh really focuses on alternate fermentables and mm. uh you know the lactobacillic acids and doing bretomyces yeast and all this wild stuff that's going to give it really funky flavors. Like Dante said that the funk is what brings together the beer with the uh, the crab dish in the first course. It's that funk and acidity that's going to bring those together. Nice. Yeah. We've already learned so much. I don't want to, I don't want to have you guys uh, break down the rest of these just yet. We're going to save some of that for later in the show. Uh, we're here with Chef Dante and Casey from LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern. We're talking about the upcoming uh, brewery beer dinner you have on Wednesday night. And if you need any more information, look them up, make a reservation. It's a great date night. It's a great thing to break up your week. And, man, the food that goes with this is incredible. And <laughs> just the, the reaction we had la- the last time we did one of these was you sit down you're, you're just it's just saying damn over and over again at your table. And uh, with, a, with a brand new guy behind the uh, behind the food with Chef Dante here, this is going to be a, a lot of fun to see how, how he does things. Uh, beer dinner on Wednesday. If you'd like to get in touch with these guys, uh, obviously wait for the place to open. Call, make some reservations. It makes a great date night. But this Wednesday, you guys have a, a beer dinner with the with beers from the brewery, and uh, and you're pairing that with different foods. We already covered the first course. It sounds amazing. It's the Ruse barrel aged. Uh, it's la- it's lambic and Belgian blonde ale, and it's it's paired with a uh, a corn and crab dish, which sounds fantastic. We should also let people know that the brewery is the name of the actual brewery yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> this, may, this may get confusing right, right. Yeah, because when he was telling me a couple of weeks ago when we were planning on doing this show, I was like the brewery. Sounds okay. great. What's the yeah. brewery? Right. It's, it's, the brewery. it's the brewery. Yeah, yeah. Which one? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Chef, uh, why don't you start us off with the second course, because the, the flavor palette escalates very quickly here. I mean, we're, yes. we're getting really into some bold stuff. Yes, and the second course is a Corvina. It's uh, basically essentially a South, southeastern Pacific fish. Okay, sweet. Um, I didn't know what a Corvina light, was. All right. Pretty meaty a little bit, but it's really, really good, especially when you grill it. So we're going to grill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to hit it with uh, pickled cucumbers, poblano sauce, and a blue corn tortilla. So if you can imagine a tostada, but basically with the sauce and the components on top, but just really elegant in an elegant way. The muscal will basically give it a nice smoky flavor since the saison roux is actually pretty spicy. And reading it, um, then tasting it, I noticed that it was actually a little bit more heat to it when we actually taste it. So I was like, hey, it would go very, very well with the smoky, with the mezcal, um, the pickled cucumbers for the acidity, the poblano sauces, which is, you know, would definitely be spicy. That would um, play well with that, give it some earthiness. And then you got the blue corn tortilla that would definitely give it some earthiness too. Um, so with that, when you say that it, it's spicy, you're you're talking about the beer is spicy to go along with a spicy dish? Y- yes, the, the, beer is, the beer itself has a little spicy note to it. And then when you taste it, you get a little heat, you get a little <clears throat> spice, which I actually really... I actually really like that. Okay. Now, dish. which came first with these? Was it the the beers? These are the beers we have to work with. How do we order them? Or is it where, or Chef, are you like, I've got these dishes. Find me some stuff that works um, with it. Casey basically um, picked some picked some um, some of the beers out, and then we were just reading about them. We didn't have anything in yet at the moment. So I just wrote a quick menu just based off of what I have seen, and that initially would give me an idea when I truly do taste them on which route to go. Mm-hmm. So that's how we actually uh, played played on that. It was very very easy to actually pair as well when you yeah. first taste it. It's like okay, I know exactly what to do. So 
Yeah, it the went very well. must have been a fun series of meetings, I can imagine, behind closed doors. <laughs> I think, Casey, we're yeah, going to... Yeah, I mean, what, what Dante didn't mention is, like, we, we picked out these beers, we thought they were cool, and then Dante wrote this menu, and then we tasted them, and we were like, we got we to gotta rewrite this, we got to rewrite this, yeah. we got to rewrite this. But it's that kind of, those little touches, because we cared about making the food dishes work mm-hmm. with the beer. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you can order the beer, and it can sit down in there, in, in, the, in the liquor room, and... Uh, and then you can bring in food to uh, to pair with it. You can't do it the other way around. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't yeah, bring right, in a bunch right. of food and have it rot in the cooler right, and then yeah. find beers to pair with. Now, right. now tell us about the uh, the second course beer, the saison rue. And, and this is a lot of fun too because I think in the four plus years history of the show, there are breweries we talk about a lot, and then there are breweries that we don't talk about a lot. And this mm-hmm. is not only a not very talked about brewery for us, but it's also a line from these guys that we don't we're not very familiar with. So this is gonna be great because these are all gonna be, you know, sweet new untapped check ins. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but they're they're new flavors, new profiles, and it's gonna be fun to have some guys who are familiar with it walk us through these. Yeah, so the uh the the Corvina's being paired with the Saison Rue, which is one of their staples from their core line. It's a it's a Saison. Um so what a Saison is it's a Belgian style farmhouse ale as opposed to a French style, which would be a beer de garde. Mm. So a uh a Saison is something that's uh fermented longer over time and it ages and it gets uh, a lot more character that's developed over the age and it's usually spiced and has some zest in it as well. Uh it's a either a wheat or rye base. This one does have a rye base, and that's where it gets kind of uh, some of its spiciness from. If you had okay. rye whiskey, it's a little spicier than okay. Bourbon, I gotcha. Right? Yeah. So some of the spiciness comes from that. So that's what we're playing off of with the uh, some of the heat and the uh, food pairing with this one. There is a cool. load of show to go. We have to cover the rest of these uh, the rest of these bases, these courses. This is great. Yeah. As far as the brewery goes, I'm I'm pretty familiar with their their what is it Gray Monday, their Black Tuesday, some of their. You know, headier barrel age stuff that gets up there in, in ABV. Yeah, part of the club to be get some of that yeah, stuff. Too. Or, yeah, yeah, and know somebody who knows somebody, but those are some of the bigger ones. But the but the lesser hyped line that I, that you know these aren't swapped and traded, but they're some of them are available in stores. This is a lot of fun to go through and check out, and yeah. uh, we'll get to some more of these uh, here in a minute. And we. Now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers B Movie. Music to My Beers, Real Rock 1039 The Bear. This is the point in the program where we pair movies to beer by a rating system that we like to call. The, the B movie. movie. And uh, this week, have you seen this movie? Uh, I have. It was at a drive-in movie theater back in probably whenever it came out. 2010, 2011. <sighs> wow. This was one of those movies, and it happens probably 30 times a year that I mean to see. I'm like, oh, that looks good. I got to check that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, it's five years later, and uh, and I haven't seen it. And it's on Comedy Central. Yeah. Well, how, <laughs> well, <laughs> so you got to sit through all the commercial <laughs> breaks. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so jumping off the, uh, we're having a fancy dinner on Wednesday theme, you thought you would go with a, a fancy dinner movie. Yeah. And this one, I think the premise was that the, the people that this guy works with invite all the kind of... Idi- idiocracy people mm-hmm. from their work over and they just use it as a, a platform for kind of like making fun of them so mm-hmm. Paul Rudd befriends uh, Steve Carell's character I think I really just wanted to see it because I was on a big flight of the Concords kick back in the day with Jermaine Clement because he's in it as well and uh, I I I loved it I, I I have to watch it again sometime because it was 
it was funny. There are uh, a lot of funny parts in it. And I would go with probably for a rating system of one being the best and 12 being a movie drain pour, I would probably go with, uh, I'd go with two. But these are big bottles. Two big bottles of the brewery's Autumn Maple. Oh, which, yeah. It's one of my favorites because it kind of gets a break from the whole pumpkin. It's made with yams, and it has a little bit of that maple flavoring in it, too. So you, you, when everybody right now in the season is getting into the pumpkin spice beer, mm-hmm. I like doing something a little off the wall and going with that. Uh, Casey, what about you? I'm going to go. Okay, so uh, full disclosure, I haven't seen this movie. So I've got to hit it with a middle-of-the-road, middle-of-the-road six. Oh, yeah. St. Pauli girl for Michael Scott. Nice. Because ah, he had a big sign in the office. Okay. Uh, Chef Dante, what about you? Uh, I seen this movie a long time ago and just remember bits and pieces of it. Uh, I would give it a four. And I would pair it with most definitely the Tart of Darkness. And oh. the reason being is because when you think about the psychological thing of it, you know, having people in there, making fun of them, you get a laugh out of it. We're watching it, enjoying it, but also you have a little, you know, right? He's coming in there. Yeah. So, um, man, this this was during that pocket where after Forty Year Old Virgin came out and Steve Carell was peeling mm-hmm. off movies. It seemed like oh, every yeah. eight months. Then he stopped for a while, and uh, now thankfully he's getting back into it. Um, man, and you know what? Going back to the office, Casey. Man. When that leaves Netflix, it's going to be a sad day at my yeah. house. <laughs> That, uh, when there's nothing going on on TV, that's what's going on on TV. Yeah, and I have watched it like three times already on Netflix. <laughs> the whole, all, yeah. just going to have to start with mm-hmm. Seinfeld now then, right? Yeah. yeah. Or sign up for the new NBC uh, streaming platform, Peacock. Yeah. Oh, that's what they okay. announced earlier this week. Yeah. Dude, I got to be honest, man. And I was a huge Seinfeld fan back in the day. We were taking nights off school during that mm-hmm. final season, or taking nights off work for that final season. That show, because of the laugh track, is not holding up as well as I thought it should. <laughs> like yeah. because you get so used to Parks and Rec and The Office yeah. and, and all the other dramas you watch now that when that with Seinfeld, when you hear the laugh track and the cheers when Kramer comes bursting through the door, it's just it's starting to feel a little bit dated. Yeah. It sort of yeah. it breaks my old man heart. Yeah. But uh, I think this is going to be a fun movie, and I'm going to need to get bent while I watch it. So I'm going to give it a six. Uh, Bell's too hearted, an entire sixer of eleven percent oh. double American pale ale. Nice. Very good. Because I don't give a damn. And I'm going to probably get to order pizza at the end of it. So, uh, and there's nothing that. from the soundtrack, nah, right? Nah. No. So we got to go with uh, when you invite people over for a beer dinner, it could be at a restaurant like LKT that's coming up this Wednesday, or it could be at your house. And I uh, thought, House of Pain, let's jump around. It's party tune, too, for Ale Gating on Music to My Beers, 1039 The Bear. Music to my beers, and we are everywhere. We're worldwide. We're like the Mister Worldwides of uh, you know the interwebs and everything. Because we've got we've got our Facebook page. You can just search for uh, Music to My Beers, like us there. Also join our Facebook group, which is actually gaining some momentum and traction now. Uh, we we do accept uh, it's it's a closed group, but we accept all invites um, or anybody that wants to uh, jump on that and you know want to be a part of the conversations that we have going on. Sometimes it's just finding something for a, a super low price at a supermarket or beer store or wherever, or uh, maybe it's like what you're drinking, kind of like yeah. That's how I found out. That, that's how I found out the double two hearted was on shelves because somebody posted it there. And I thought, oh damn, time to get going. Yeah, I gotta go out and get that. So we're on uh, the Facebook. We're also on Instagram. We do beer shirt Thursday, and so. So uh, you can check that out, uh, well, Thursdays. And uh, we're at Music to My Beers there, at MTM Beers on Twitter. Just say look for Music to My Beers on Twitter. Look for Music to My Beers on Twitter. So much better. 
Way better. Nothing takes the sex out of anything like underscores. <laughs> and then uh, if you if you missed a, a show, if you missed a previous show that we've ever had, uh, you can find it podcasted every Monday. So this show will be available without music come Monday, um, usually around noon or so, whenever, yeah. whenever I get around to it. <laughs> you can also find uh, Zach and I on Untapped. Zach is at Dad Beers, and I am at Man Bear Cluck. And it also it was really nice because... Um, Last week, obviously, we lost Ron Stryker, and it was fun. It was funny to me to watch online how the remembrances spilled off of traditional social media mm-hmm. onto like some of my untapped check-ins. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, dude, that's uh, that was something to see. So we we do appreciate that, and um, we're happy you, you you're sticking with us. We're here with Casey Dvorak and Chef Dante Shaw from the LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern downtown. You guys have an event coming up on Wednesday. Casey, really quick, um, give us the name of it and where you can get reservations because it's going to be a hot date night for somebody on Wednesday. That's right. So we've got the beer dinner from the Brewery Teru. Uh, we're doing that on this this coming Wednesday on the 25th. You can make reservations um, by giving us a call, 574-288-1155. Uh, just let them know you want to make a reservation for the beer dinner. Also, for any upcoming events, uh, follow us on Facebook. Or check out our website. We're updating all of our events on there as well. You guys also have a pretty fun Instagram. Yeah. Oh, so sure. Throw them a follow. Oh, we're on uh, Untapped too. I follow you guys on Untapped whenever you there add you stuff on so, Untapped. So, yeah, we check us out on Untapped. If you subscribe to our page, you can see our beer updates live. Whenever I put a beer on, it's going to pop up and you can get a notification and see what we're tapping that night, any night. Yay, yay. Show you what I'm tapping every night. <laughs> Be our friend online. There's a lot of music to my beers to get to. We have to get to the pick six yet. We uh, have to look ahead to the, with Zach Miller's news and notes. And there's a whole other hour of the show. And one of my favorite things this is the ale gating uh, episode of Music to My Beers. And you will, you know, you're tailgating when you walk through and you catch a whiff of, well, but it's not a barbecue. Oh. And you're like, what is that? It's that left-handed cigarette, man. It's Black Snow <laughs> Cherry with Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Yeah, yeah, I don't so- think we have ever put anything on Instagram. Music to my beers, Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Part of any ale-gating experience, eventually somebody will pass around a bottle of whiskey. It just happens. <laughs> when the fireball comes yes. out, that's when it's time for me to go home. Game over. Yes, it is. This is Music to My Beers on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. I am Warren Cluck, joined by Zach Miller. We appreciate you being here. And we are joined by a uh, an old friend and a new friend, Casey Dvorak from LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern downtown, and your brand new chef, Chef Dante Shaw. And we are talking about uh, coming up on Wednesday. There are still some spots available if you want reservations. Your brewery beer dinner. I'm curious too. So you guys have the restaurant open, um, you know, most nights of the a week. Do you guys shut down the entire place for the beer dinner, so it's only guests that can that are there for the beer dinner can go and eat there that night? No, we're also open for regular business as well. So okay. this one, normally we we get up to about 45, 50 people for beer dinners, and okay. uh, we put them in the front room, and it takes up half the room. This one, we're going a little smaller. It's going to be like 25 people. It's going to oh. be a little more exclusive. Oh, that's but cool. But we're going to try to have the chef station in the back room, and that's where every all the seating is going to be. Oh. So we can watch all the food come out, and it's going to... The, the smaller, more intimate group is going to make it be a little more interactive, too. We can like go that. through, and we can talk about the beer. Dante can spend less time putting stuff on plates and more time in front of people talking about the food and how we prepared it. And that's the goal with this one. That's cool. That's awesome. I now, like that. Now walk us through the third course, and uh, Chef Dante, we'll start with you, because uh, this is where it's funny to watch the flavor profiles just in the food. 
changed so dramatically from course to course, but what what is in store for us in the third course? So we have here, we have black currant. Um, basically, it would be a black currant sorbet, um, pickle currants, and also uh, almond cream. So black currant is basically like a shrub, uh, berry, you should say. Um, his family is native from uh, Europe and Asia over there in that area, and it's um, known for its berries, actually. So what are the, um, like, what's the flavor profile of one of those, for, if you've never had a currant? Yeah, yeah, so the flavor, flavor profile would definitely say it's kind of tart a little bit, okay. which I can say I, this is like honestly like my favorite course is because I love stout, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm a stout guy. And um, it has those, it's, think about just a berry, very juicy but tart somewhat like a cherry a little bit like a dark cherry but oh. just more tart more sour and is and it's very very delicious so this is basically like a palate cleanser that we will actually give you to basically cleanse that palate going into the fourth course actually uh, that's interesting that you chose that too because you'd think that this one would be more like the final course because it's kind of sounds like a dessert but you it's mm-hmm. interesting yeah kind of cleanses the palate yeah. gets you set up for the next mm-hmm. two yeah and so i'm gonna be adding and then with the the pickle currants and then almond cream is just basically to help cut the um acidity when you are eating the sorbet itself because you're going to have some sweetness you're going to have some tartness you're going to have some a lot of acidity there and then also too with uh with uh, the stout itself is it, having that we taste it's like Right in the front, you know, the sourness, yeah, yeah. the tartness mm. is in the front. So you need something to cut that. So that's where the almond cream actually comes in to pairing with currants, especially. It basically cuts and it keeps it very, you know, creamy, you should say. Um, and it's going to pair excellent, Casey. Walk us through with the uh, the tart of darkness. Yeah, tart of darkness. So this is a super cool beer. And normally you take, uh, like Zach was saying, with that kind of a, a, a food dish, you'd put that at, at the end. Mm. Or also with this beer, normally when we've done beer dinners, we put our big banging stouts at the end with a dessert but we threw this one right in the middle man so it's a it's a barrel aged sour stout aged on black currants oh okay yes so it's already got some of that tartness in it like dante said the tartness is up front another fun fact this uh beer is aged in the same barrels that they aged Black Tuesday in, which is their big uh, twenty percent barrel aged stout. So uh, the ABV they get on some of their barrel aged stuff is outlandish. Nuts. I mean, I'm not even. I'm not going to say unnecessary. I'm just going to say very strong. Let's not get carried away here. But yeah, I mean, you're going. There's I've there are schnapps that are lower ABV than that. There's stuff classified as liquor that is lower ABV than that. Well, that's an amazing third course, and uh, we'll have links to all this on our Facebook page. We'll share some of the stuff you guys have and get to courses four and five. We have mm-hmm. got to get to news and notes here coming up a little bit later along. We've got to get to pick six right around the corner. Oh, yeah, and because we tailgate, alegate in the autumn, and that's the theme of this show, we, uh, we're going to... Take it uh, to some Fallout Boy with some grand. Be honest, what autumn. did you call them before we started this segment? FOB, because I'm the OG. <laughs> yeah! I'm an OG fan of the FOB. All right, that's what, that's what we referred to them on the forum back in the day. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I think I was on the street team. I don't know. All right. Uh, but this is Grand Theft Autumn from Take Me, uh, Take This to Your Grave on the all new. No. On Music to My Beers, 1039 The Bear. Sorry, the all new Froggies coming out. Uh, My other station. (laughs) Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. This is Music to My Beers, your weekly two-hour dose on a Sunday of craft beer chatter and songs that we don't usually play otherwise. Basically, management is uh, off doing probably golf and church things today, so we kind of take over the radio station, do our own thing. 
I am Warren Clock, joined by Zach Miller, and uh, this is a segment we have dubbed the Pick Six. We go around the horn, and um, I'm explaining this for Chef Dante, and uh, in case you've already been through this a handful of times, we go around the horn and we throw in our like throw in a couple of beers, and we make up a mixer sixer. Things we're excited about, things we haven't had but are coming soon, things we want to try, mm-hmm. are just snobby beers that you've had, you know, nobody else has had, and you just want to brag the fact that you drank them. So, uh, Zach, if you want to go first and give us uh, a couple, and then we'll uh, we'll go around the horn from there. Yeah, I uh, I had the opportunity to try some new Surly stuff that uh, came out from uh, actually one of Ron's friends. He brought some down, and he's like, "Hang on, let me go through my text really quick." I didn't see an invite did, for me to come oh, join you guys, but you weren't oh, invited for oh, that. Must, oh. You know, probably service issues. I, yeah, I, I right. thought it was delivered. I thought it said oh, that it oh, went through. Okay. <laughs> uh, they've got this new one. It's a an IPA called Surly Sleek, and it's made with uh, uh, Simcoe. Which was really solid. It's just a, a really good IPA. I mean, those guys don't do a bad beer, really. From Todd the Axe Man to um, Darkness, Furious, yeah, certainly Furious, Darkness, and all those all those good ones. Uh, so I'll throw that one in, and then I'll also do the uh, Underground Mountain Brown, which uh, this coming weekend I'm gonna gonna break out. Oh, you oh, try yeah. some of that stuff finally. Yeah, we're founders. starting to get to the uh, the fun autumn. All right, and then uh, Casey, if you want to throw one in. Uh, yeah, I'd hey, like hey, to, if you want to go ahead and plug one of these beers or something you have on on uh, on. We've done on enough tap. plugging. Okay, okay. I've right. got a totally different bone to pick. I'm going <laughs> to throw in one black cherry 16 ounce white claw can because it's the only white claw can anybody can get a hold of these days with this white claw shortage. <laughs> This, na- this nation is in the grips of a terrible really White Claw shortage. About this. <laughs> yeah, we had the chicken sandwich wars and a White Claw shortage. We are certainly... 2019 was a better year. Uh, Chef Dante, what about you? I'm going to say I, it has to be definitely something that Casey had me try, I think, a couple weeks ago. It was the Duclaw. It was oh, yeah. the sweet baby Jesus, the oh, peanut yeah. butter stout. Oh, Fell yeah. in love with that. That's a good one. It's so fun. Now we're talking about some of these darker beers, and you're like, well, all right, the pools are closed, the leaves are changing, and your tongue changes, and you start to think, I could go for some of that right now. <laughs> Three months ago, I've been like, no, nah. but now I'm thinking, all right, um, I'm going to go with two from the U, we'll call it. I'll throw in, and uh, we do have to thank Andy and Pilar and, and Sean and everybody at the, at the U when we had a, uh, a rough time last week remembering Ron. They swung by with beers for the entire crew, and that was much needed. And one of the ones we tried, it was one of their small batch offerings, is the Rum Rye Stout. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was great because, yeah, he's, he said it's nib-heavy. There's going to be a, a lot of rye in the back end, and there absolutely was. But the fun thing is a lot of times you have a, a more complex beer, and some of the, the flavor profile gets a little bit muddled. But everything you were supposed to taste of that beer, I got everything in it. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen too often, so that was really impressive, and it was pretty strong. And they also dropped off some crawlers of my favorite, uh, which is the the Turtle Tamer. Turtle Tamer and Vital. I can a man can live off those two, man. But oh, yeah, uh, yeah. a couple of crawlers of Turtle Tamer. Those were it was a sweet gesture. We really appreciated it. I know those guys were were big fans of Ron's, and he was a big fan of the U. But I'm going to throw those two in, and that's going to complete our pick six. I'm looking down the line. We had better get hurrying. We have two more courses to talk about for this beer dinner, and uh, we will have plenty of more music to my beers here on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. It is music to my beers and uh, good. A perfect song for Better Than Ezra for uh, for a tailgate, for ale gating. Yeah. It's good times. It also makes me think of like six different Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> Love that jam. <laughs> also, I'm very old and it came out when I was in school. My name is Warren Cluck. I'm joined by Zach Miller and we have guests in this morning. 
from LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern, downtown South Bend, and Casey Dvorak and Chef Dante Shaw join us. You guys have a very special collaborative event coming up on Wednesday. Uh, Casey, where can people find out more about this before we get into the fourth of our fifth course? Uh, yeah, check us out on social media. They can. We're updating that constantly. You'll start to see some pictures of the menu that are, that are up right now and updates on that. Uh, also, hit us up on Untapped. That's where you're going to see anything we have on tap live. Uh, also, we now have a uh, verified venue badge. Ooh. Sweet. Yes, just for LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern. So you guys all know how to use on tap, but I'll tell the listeners just in case. So what you do is you go to LKT, you check in the beer, you say you're at LKT. Once you do that one time, you get a you get the badge. Oh, nice. Every five times after that, you get to level up. Oh. <gasps> That's right. We've gamified drinking. And then eventually you stand as the final boss of the entire bar. (laughs) Anyone who drinks here must face me. When you reach level four, you get a free appetizer. Level six, you get a free entree. We have yet to have anybody reach level six yet. So, Zach, I'm looking at you. (sighs) I need to come in there. That's a lot of times crawling up those stairs, buddy. I think I can do it. I do love about your guys' place, though, too, is the fact that you have the TV screens that are, like, they're they're four untapped. It lets you know, like, Mm -hmm. the beers Mm -hmm. and what the rate, the average rating has been and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. So it tells you all that kind of... Yeah, it's cool. It's it's an interactive thing. It's better than a piece of paper in front of you that tells you what's on on draft with a bunch of sharpie marks on it. Doesn't it scroll? <laughs> like if I check into it and yeah, I write and if something. You check, yeah. If you check in your beer on the bottom of the TV, it'll show your name, what beer you checked in, and how long ago you checked it in. So cool. So then we can measure the frequency of Warren's drinking there. As well. <laughs> so <laughs> checked in six beers in two minutes. Oh no! Sometimes I back off and I think I don't want to be seen checking in nine beers at one spot. So I'll, just, <laughs> I'll save some of these for later. But you guys have a very special beer dinner coming up up on Wednesday, and you can get a hold of LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern if you want to uh, make a reservation. There are only, a, a, what, 20 or 25 of these spots available. It's a great date night. My wife and I did the Founders one a couple of months ago, and it was a, it was a, a wonderful night out. I'm like, you know, I don't have any kids or anything, so yeah, it's pretty easy to just get up and go. But uh, we're on to the fourth course, and Chef Dante, why don't you walk us through the, the food? Because things go from the third course with the black currant into, the, into something wildly different. Yes, so next we're going into the oxtail course. Oxtail, um, crazy thing about oxtail, I remember I'm fi- I'm 35 years old. I remember being 15 this year 2000. It was like oxtails were really cheap. Now they just basically came up really crazy expensive. You know, they can be really expensive now. But um, basically oxtail is basically the tail of the cattle. Basically it's just skin. And what I'm going to use for that is just basically braising it and cooking it so it can get really, really soft, moist meat. Um, then we're going to go into celery root, um, a salsa feed, oyster mush- mushrooms, and a vegetable demi. Um, celery root is basically self-explanatory. It's basically the bottom of the root of the celery, and it's... I would have never thought in a million years. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's, it's <laughs> hey, edible root. Somebody's, so, somebody's using the bottom of it. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> um, and then you have the salsa feed. Uh, salsa feed is basically... Uh, a s- purple salsa feed is a flower, and its root is also... Uh, edible also too and it grows over there in the Mediterranean it's mm. kind of it looks kind of woody um, is when you peel it it looks like bark basically okay. so just imagine just a really thick tree bark and when you peel it it oxidizes really fast so you have to make sure you cook it really fast and it's white in the inside and it's very very woody but when you cook it it basically softens up and it's very very edible and very very good too and very earthy oyster mushrooms um, 
for those who don't know oyster mushrooms you can get them around all season year round um this is basically a uh, with a lot of earthiness so this dish is just very very earthy and the reason why i paired it with this even though it's uh you can get a, like a lot of stone fruits from it it does have a lot of oak oakly uh, oakness to it so in this kind of oaky with the leather and the tartness to it also too so that's the reason why i chose this um this uh ood, what uh how you yeah, say case oh, right. no, no, yeah, there yeah. you go case. yeah <laughs> he's the guy that pronounces everything <laughs> right, right. when it comes to beer um that's the reason um why i paired it with it because i was looking for something that was very very earthy um, and this is more so the main course. So as soon as you get done with the uh, Tart of Darkness, the black currant dish, you're going into the main course. And this is kind of the reason why I chose this instead. Um, not going with the stout at the end because of yeah. this dish particular, um, particularly on how this um, beer goes well with this main yeah. course. And Casey, what can you tell us about the beer? Yeah, I mean, this beer is perfect for the main course. It's a big, hearty beer. It's it's called Oud Tart. It's a Flanders red style ale. Uh if you know anything about Belgium, it's kind of a weird, divvied-up country. There's the uh, there's in the northern region, uh, they call that the Flanders area, and then where the the capital is, that's the Flemish area, and in the south, they call it Wallonia, and that's they all speak French down there. There's like the national la- I don't think there is a national language of Belgium. Well, there's, and then there's mm, New Belgium, and they, they did well, fantastic yeah. work as well. well. Right, right. <laughs> it's the same thing, but newer. Uh, well, anyways, I digress. Uh, so a, a Flanders red style ale is done with uh, with red malts. It's barrel aged. It's again in in uh, continuity with the rest of the beers. It is funky. It's sour. Um, it's done with lactobacillic acid. Uh, what really sets this one apart is it's really ripe stone fruitiness, mm. and then the flavor profile allows a lot of the barrel notes to come through, so it's very, it's oaky, uh, and it's got a lot of that leathery uh, kind of taste in a good way that Dante was talking about. I like how you guys are taking all these beers and, and food pairings and stuff and really accentuating all the flavors, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. from talking with you guys about all the different I mean, things the, you're going to get from it. The beer has a lot of different notes that you can mm-hmm. pick out from it at different temperatures and at different ages. And then the food, too. Everything has, every dish is balanced and there's different notes that you can pick out in everything. I well, think that's and, what makes a good dinner. Yeah, and what's going to be fun about this, too, is you look at the beers and this is all from the same the same place and, and the same line. So while the flavor profiles are drastically different, they're all sort of grouped in the same, like, you know, you're offer some funky, wild stuff with uh, with crazier, more robust flavor profiles than, you know, your average bourbon barrel-aged stout, which, you know, frankly, in 2019, if you're a craft beer enthusiast, can get a little boring. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're all, I mean, we're all weighed down with... You know, hazy IPAs and barrel-aged stouts. <laughs> hey, 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 easy does it. We're talking a couple of haze boys yeah. here from way I mean, back. literally weighed down. We've all put on a lot of weight, okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, dude, hey, some of my thinner friends that have, in the last few years have gotten super, like they were always like Coors Light, you know, crispy right. boy dudes, have gotten into the hazy stuff, and every last one of them carried 15 extra, 18 extra pounds. <laughs> they got the hazy IPA spare tire right around the midsection. Yeah, I, I, least, I get it. Hey, at I'm, least, God bless me, I was fat first, so you really can't tell. <laughs> but, uh, it, yeah, it is funny. Hey, but, but this summer, we're coming off the the white claw you know diet that we've all been right, on. right 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 it's it is a breath of fresh air to do something that is uh a different but also uh a familiar style with mm-hmm. belgian beers but it's still very unique when you see it done in such an authentic way like the brewery does it 
Yeah, and these aren't yeah. uh, these are not beers that you have just laying around uh, in the back of your fridge. So these are going to be definite highlights for you. We're going to talk more about this, and we're going to wrap up the the fifth course. We have to get to news and notes. Um, yeah. Zachary, do you have something for us? Oh yeah, because we're this is the ale gating edition of music to my beers, and ale gating tailgating all comes before the big game, and it's the first thing that you do on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning, you know, depending on when the game is or how big your problem is. <laughs> <laughs> first from uh, Cold War Kids on Real Rock 1039 The Bears, music to my beers. <laughs> Music to buy beers, Real Rock 1039 The Bear. This is your hosts, Warren Cluck and Zach Miller. We are glad you joined us this Sunday, as we have every Sunday for almost half a decade now. Two hours of unabashed craft beer enthusiasm and the happenings around town. And Casey Dvorak and Chef Dante Shah are with us, and we're walking through your upcoming event. It's actually a quick turnaround, man. If you're hearing this now and think, that sounds great. You don't have to remember it's happening for very long because it's coming up on Wednesday night. If you'd like to get a hold of uh, LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern to make reservations, do that when they uh, when they open. And we've walked through the four courses of the five. And my favorite course of the last one of these you did was the last one. Because I feel like it's la- obviously it's the dessert, but it also it's the last thing you have before you're mm-hmm. you're out of there for the night. So that, that thing sticks with you. Yeah, it's special. So Casey, we'll have you do the beer first and sure. tell us what's what's the uh What's the final boss of the, the, of the brewery the, Terrell? Yes, the, the Alpha and the Omega is the uh, Quadruple Tonellery, which is a Belgian-style Oud Brune. Mm. You're brushing up on your Dutch or whatever this is. It's uh, It means Old Brown. So it's an, oh. an extra-aged uh, dark Belgian ale. And it's uh, a big boy, too, from this. Ten point two percent. So the other ones are a little lower. I mean, six, six point two, seven point seven. This one's a big one. Uh, it's ten point two. Uh, they're able to get that high because of all the fermentable sugars in there. So it's obviously mm-hmm. going to be very sweet and very rich. It's got big stone fruit flavors and a lot of oaky barrel notes in there. Um, I do think it's pretty creative because and. and not that it's a bad thing because it's such a, usually a home run, but that you guys didn't go with a stout for last. Instead, you're going with something that is equally bold and flavorful. But yeah. stouts seem like the easy layup. Like, we'll do a stout last, mm-hmm. we'll throw something sweet with it, and it'll be fantastic. But for you guys to go this way and, and put a, a, a quad on is, is something pretty That's fun. very Belgian, yeah, for too, sure. right? It is very Belgian, yeah. And, you know, the 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 quad category is, I mean, that's all of Belgian origin, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the doubles, triples, and, and quads. So this is as big as as big as it goes as far as I'm concerned. And now, Chef Dante. Yes, so we have... He had to do this beer. He said, take me home. Yes, so I had to do a vanilla bean panna cotta. The reason why I chose this is because it's very light. What's a panna cotta? Um, What's a panna cotta? Uh, panna cotta is basically, or you can say panna cotta if I just pronounce it the right way. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just remind you, you're talking to a guy that eats his ice cream out of a gallon bucket he bought at the store, so just ease me through So it. basically, it's an Italian, Italian dessert that's basically thinking by gelatin and cream. So, right. so what I did with this is going to be a vanilla bean instead, uh, panna cotta, that basically is going to be thinking of with the gelatin. So you have that vanilla bean flavor that will be inside of there. We're pairing it with the fig jam. And the caduta uh, fig is basically an American fig. It's um, somewhat, you should say, um, a copy of the Italian fig. Okay. And mm-hmm. But these are green, and we're going to glaze that. And then we're going to have the macadamia, uh, I mean, the Makona almonds, um, nut streusel. So it's going to have a little crunch on top of it that'll mm-hmm. give it that texture. So basically, you're going to have crunchiness. You're going to have soft, sweet gelatin. Then on the bottom of that, you're going to have the sweet, savory 
um, jam that's going to be on the bottom. So as you dipping and you're tasting it, you're different. You're doing different layers and different flavors with it. My mouth is watering right now. Yeah. Now, when, when you look at a beer like the the one that that Casey just described, the 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 quadrupel and and you see those flavors that are you know the tasting notes with the fig and the oak and the and the malt. And there's such a huge yeast profile you get mm-hmm. in there. What about those flavors stood out to you? You're like, all right, this is going to be an easy home run with vanilla. Like, were there other ones you may have considered or thought about going with? Because to me, that seems the, like one of the more intimidating things about the job is some of these beers have three or four different, you know, distinct notes. Mm-hmm. How do you grab the one that says this is what's going to influence my my flavor profile for my dish? Well, um, when I was looking at this, it did say fig, and I was actually um, going to pair it with something else totally different. Like I said, when we actually taste the beers. Um, Basically, my mind changed on a couple of things right, by just right. looking at it. So at one point, I was going to do the tart darkness at the end, and I was going to do the I was going to do the stout at the end. But just seeing how all the beers tasted together, I wanted to make sure that I had a flow that was, I should say, that everything was just flowing very, very well. So when it came into the dessert, I was like, okay, we can definitely do figs. And you, as a chef, you should know. Um, what level or how should I say how you should pair the food itself. Right. You can make the, so I can take the panna cotta and I can make it light instead of making it too sweet. You know, okay. I can take the streusel and I can make it sweet or I can make it more savory. Even with the jam, add a le- little bit less sugar. So with that, I'm able to play around and it helps me um, figure out um, how it should pair well with the beer. You know, so it's just basically taking in and taking out and then just basically trying this and that to actually figure it out. And they get there. It's sometimes it takes a couple tries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but that's hard biggie. work, I bet. You oh, know, yeah. Man. Yeah. You know, and, and with this, you have to let this sit for a couple hours, about six to seven hours. Sometimes people let it sit overnight because you have to let the gelatin thicken up when you're making the panna cotta. Right. So um, I would have to definitely make that and try that out Sunday or Monday to just make sure it flows right and then i'll try it again for wednesday just to make sure that it goes the way i want to go one, one more time listen to that i feel bad the one thing i've ever created when i was you know it, with beers in mind was you know 15 pack of all day and cajun crust hungry howies that's uh <laughs> but, no, but this is a lot of fun and if you've never been out for for an event like this beer tastings if you're whether you're new to craft beer or you're you know an old head from uh 100 years ago when when there was like just one craft beer it's fun because it forces you out of your buying habits that you might normally be into. You've seen uh, the Brewery Toro uh, series on shelves. Maybe you've passed it over like I have because, you know, you thought, that's a pretty big commitment for a $15, $18 bottle that I'm not sure about. This is a great chance to go around the horn, get really in-depth with a series of beers and maybe a brewery that you're not as familiar with. But also, uh, maybe you're not one of those guys who gets the oxtail when you're out to eat. Maybe mm-hmm. you're a double cheeseburger in a bag through a window guy. This is a fun way for you and your wife, you and your significant other, your partner to go out and really sort of take a step back and get some new flavor in your life, which is one of the the, the super fun things for I for the last time was was those were really I, I would never think I'm not a mm, I'm a beer snob, but not big enough to know what goes with what. Oh, yeah. Like, that's why the wine hobby just passed me over is because I it, it seems too complex and there's, t- you know, too gatekeepy. But with things like beer, this is a little more accessible, but it also forces you as your armchair craft beer enthusiast guy to think, all right, well, maybe I should think about one of the beers from the cellar when I'm making dinner or when I'm having fish on the grill or uh, it's just it's really fun to watch you guys be super creative about this. And, you know, there are not a lot of opportunities for you to do this throughout the year. So 
If you want, get a hold of LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern when they open. Make your reservation. Casey, you only said there were, what, 2025? Yeah, we're going to have 2025 seats available for this. It's not going to be, you know, a big intimidating event. It's going to be a little more intimate. And I, you know, this is my job and I love drinking beer and I'm a fan of beer. Uh, First and foremost, I'm a beer enthusiast. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I love drinking this stuff. I love playing around with the flavors. So this is kind of our gift to you guys, you know, come out and Here's a chance to try some of this stuff. This is a dinner I would want to go to, even if I wasn't putting it on. Yeah, we mm-hmm. got that to look forward to this Wednesday. Some other stuff with uh, news and notes coming up as well uh, right after this on Music to My Beers, Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. All right. Okay. Yeah? No? You're just going through all of them, aren't you? Yeah. Just trying to find something, something that'll stick for me. <laughs> He's been searching for his catchphrase now for oh, since 2014. That guy didn't get "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" overnight. He probably uh, took decades to find that. Let's get ready to. No, I don't know. Uh, so we've got a couple of things that we can look forward to. One is now KBS founders announced that it's going to be available all year round. Um, Although I already thought it was because it's still available at my <laughs> local Meyer. Um, so they're going to be releasing that uh, very f- frequently. But also in February, we have their espresso variant. It's the first time ever they've ever done anything like that for um, like KBS. KBS has always been the one KBS flavor. But now they're adding, uh, I think, a little more coffee into it and calling it an espresso. This is the age we live in, or maybe it's the internet passing this old man by. But when I saw the label and the artwork for that on Facebook earlier this week... I thought, well, this has got to be photoshopped. This like, is an April Fool's I, joke. I decided no, I was going to wait to comment or like it until I was certain that this was official and I wasn't some old man <laughs> no spreading that fake news. <laughs> yeah. um, and then downtown South Bend has a really cool event coming up as well in the next couple of weeks. It's a Wednesday night beer walk. Usually they're wine walks, and there's uh, several restaurants involved in, in downtown South Bend, you guys being one of them. Yeah, um, I saw it, on the yeah. list. Yeah. And it's like $40 a ticket. You can... Um, you know, get the ticket for just the food or the food and the beer, and um, and then it's it's another you know unique kind of walk. So we've got that coming up October 9th that we can look forward to and uh, get tickets are available. And then this coming Wednesday, you guys have the beer dinner at LKT, and we're really excited about the brewery being there. And um, you know, tell us more info about how we can get tickets or get involved with the beer dinner. Yeah. So today's Sunday. Don't call us. We're closed. Uh. Starting at 9 a.m. tomorrow on Monday, uh, give us a call, uh, 574-288-1155. We'll take your reservation for the beer dinner. Uh, It's $60 you pay the night of. That includes all of your beer and all of your food in that. Uh, Another little news, the following day on that Thursday, we are doing a mini Founders Tap Takeover with some of their barrel-aged stuff. Oh! Fancy that. Yeah, so. He told us about that uh, the untapped badge you can get, you can level it, and here he is nice enough to ha- to walk us through how we're going to get that many check-ins. <laughs> and this is how you do it. Because there's what, with these five beers, those three more, I mean, you're you're halfway there. Yeah. So the, the event that we're doing with Founders is going to be uh, Founders Masagave, uh, Blushing Monk, Ooh. and KBS. Nice. So we're going to throw those three on um, the, the night after the beer dinner, so that'll be a nice... If you missed... Masagave this summer. Get out and try it. That's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Every year they do a weird one, and that that was their weird that one. That one turned this out year. so good. Yeah. I loved it. Whew. Might just have to do that. Get those check ins. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let them um, do it. Dude, Working hey, towards a free appetizer. You guys, we appreciate you stopping by. Obviously, we're looking forward to Absolutely. the dinner. Absolutely. Thank Chef you. Dante, very nice to meet Thank you. you. Nice to meet we you hope this will not be the last time we see you. Um, we'll probably see you on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Come oh, up, also, uh, you, Zach, has skipped out on the last beer, beer dinner, and I you did. did promise... That you'll come to the next one. So okay. you'll be there, Warren. I'm sure you'll be there as well. So Yeah, clear my schedule. <laughs> Wednesday is all right. Uh, we will see you back here next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And uh, on behalf of all of us, uh, Zach, myself, we appreciate you guys being here. And uh, we shall carry on with Music Thank to My you. Beers. Mm-hmm. Here are Real Rock 1039 The Bear. Cheers. Boom. And you're done. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't painless. Quick and painless. Dude, always. You're our most prepared guest. Well, hey, you know. Thank you. And nice to meet you. Sounds like it doesn't take much, honestly. Pleasure. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.